Welcome to Soul Talk. This is your host, Pastor Rick Qualt. We hope this is an encouragement to you as you walk with God. This is the place where we talk about everyday issues and how they affect our soul. We do this to strengthen our Christian lives. Hi, this is Pastor Rick with Soul Talk, a place where we talk about things that affect our souls. First thing I want to do is to thank you for listening. You're giving me a piece of your time. Uh, we can always get a bit more money, but we can't get any more time. And so you're giving me uh, a great compliment by taking time to listen. I have Dave Rimble with me in the studio. He's the podcast DJ who adds a touch of humor and some great observations. Uh, we are broadcasting from the KFEX Coffee House. Those of you who know me know that I write a column in the newspaper, and I've done that for about 15 years. And I want to thank the Chanute Tribune for uh, giving that opportunity to me. I thought today that I might just read some of my columns that I've written over the last few years about uh, gratitude and thanksgiving. And so uh, this first one is about Remember When. Do you remember when laundry detergent had free glasses or dishes hidden inside? When pizzas were not delivered, but milk was. When you had one phone in the house, and that was a party line. Do you remember S&H green stamps, playing marbles, or the big chief tablets and the big pencil that you had to put your fist around in order to write? Remembering is an important spiritual discipline. In Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5, it reminds us of the importance of remembering. It actually begins, I remember when. In Psalms 103, praise the Lord, my soul, all of my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives your sin and heals your diseases, who redeems you from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Notice how that psalm begins. I tell myself, praise the Lord, O my soul. I will tell myself the good things that he's done. The first lesson we learn about gratitude is that it is a choice. Gratitude is a lifestyle. How we choose to live is a matter of choice. We can choose to focus on the blessings or focus on the difficulties. Choose gratitude and it affects all of your life. You can't be grumpy and gracious at the same time. You can't be bitter and a blessing simultaneously. Gratitude has the power to hijack your negative feelings. Where there's gratitude exists, it runs the negative emotions out. But gratitude is something that needs to be practiced. That's why it's a choice. Our natural way of functioning is not being contented with what we have, but to desire more. If we have $100, we want $200. If we have a car, we want a nicer car. We want a car that parks itself. We inherited this from our father, Adam. We have to choose, choose to be grateful and content with what we have. How do we begin? First, give thanks to God for three things every day. Remember things that have been personal. 
Secondly, help someone. Helping others gets the focus off of ourselves and onto other people. Have you noticed that when you give help, that it gives you a warm feeling? Helping others gives us a sense of gratitude, and that's the way that God's wired us. We were meant to help others. Yes, it may be a small thing like holding the door or speaking kindly to the clerk at the gas station. The more you do, the better you feel, because you're doing something for someone else, not expecting a return. A third choice is expressing gratitude by saying thanks and genuinely meaning it. Showing appreciation for others, especially those who serve you, can make you feel better. All of this is wrapped up in the statement, I tell myself to praise the Lord. I will tell myself of the good things that he's done. Take a few minutes and remember the good things that God has given you. Hi, this is Pastor Rick with Soul Talk, and we're doing something a little bit different today. Uh, I've written for the Chanute Tribune for uh, a number of years, and so I'm reading some of my columns that I've written down through the years about gratitude. This one is, Are You Aunt Emma? Aunt Emma was a grouch. A young husband and wife took out Aunt Emma into their home to take care of her in her later years. But nothing they did made her happy. Aunt Emma complained about the food. She complained about her room, about her aches and pains. Nothing the young couple did satisfied Aunt Emma. Not once did she ever say thank you. When Emma died on the way home from the funeral, the husband said to his wife, Honey, if I didn't love you so much, I could not have put up with your Aunt Emma. With shock, the wife turned to her husband. My Aunt Emma? I thought she was your Aunt Emma. <laughs> Are you like Emma? If so, you need a gratitude journal. What is a gratitude journal? Well, it's a place where you write down things you're grateful for that's happened during the day. Count your blessings and not your complaints. It's ironic that we can keep a list of complaints in our head but have trouble remembering our blessings. What are the bar barriers for being grateful? The first is a sense of entitlement, to play the role of the passive victim, believing that every difficulty is someone else's fault, and do nothing for ourselves. 
it steals our gratitude. If you feel entitled to every good thing in life, you won't be grateful for what you do have. Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Secondly, a preoccupation with materialism will prevent feelings of gratitude. At the heart of materialism is comparison. Comparison, what we have with others, creates discontent. We want more than we have and become driven to possess more. For example, if our neighbor has a new luxury car, we're dissatisfied until we have something more expensive. But there's always someone who has the newest and fastest and greatest. So we condemn ourselves to a life of unhappiness and we'll never be grateful for what we have. When we learn to want what we have, we will develop a heart of gratitude leading to contentment. Living in the present allows us to notice little things that bless us as they happen. We need to pay attention to what we are experiencing in the moment. The Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians, As you have received Christ the Lord, so walking in Him, rooted and built up in uh, the faith, being established in the faith as you have been taught, abound in thanksgiving. The psalmist said, better is a little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked. Finally, being self-centered prevents gratitude. When we're preoccupied with ourselves, little thoughts given to those who bless us. When our focus is on self, we not only no don't notice others, we take what we have for granted. Are you like Aunt Emma? There's enough Aunt Emmas in the world. And for you, my dear listeners, I'm grateful. This is Pastor Rick, and we're talking about Soul Talk. Today, I'm doing something a little bit different, reading some uh, articles that I've written for our local newspaper down through the years. They've let me write for about 15 years, and I've been grateful for that opportunity. Uh, this little article is one of my favorites. It's giving thanks for broccoli. It tis the season to be thankful. And here's some unusual things for which to be thankful. Bills. That's right, bills, not bells. Kirsten, a young San Antonio mother, learned the practice of being thankful for her bills. While paying down substantial debt, she began developing gratitude for her monthly expenses. With her electric bill, she gave thanks for her lights. As she paid rent, she expressed appreciation for a place to live. Bill paying became an exercise in gratitude and has become a lot less stressful. Now, there are toxic people in our life. We all have them. People who drain our energy, who try our patience and test our sanity. Why offer thanksgiving for them? Well, they make us stronger. First, be thankful for a positive characteristic in their life, the one you can copy. Yes, I know, but at least you can admire their persistence. Secondly, be grateful. They can teach you about love and how to have affection for all kinds of people. Anyone can like people who like them. Liking the unlikable takes character. You learn love by loving the unlovable. Limitations. We all have limitations of time, money, energy, health, age. 
One of the people I admire is St. Paul. In a letter to friends, he expressed gratitude for being in jail. Rejoice in the Lord always, he said. Again, I say, rejoice. Prison must have been difficult for a people person like Paul, but he's grateful he can share and care for his guards and that he has time to write letters, several of which we have today in our Bible. The theme of his thank you letter to the Philippians is joy. Our limitations force us to focus on what's really important. Time or money that would be wasted is used instead on significant things in life. Becoming grateful for our limitations teaches what we can do instead of focusing on what we can't. Accepting and living with limits develops trust in God for the things we can't control. And broccoli. Some of us are like the little boy who asked his parents uh, to offer thanks to God for the meal. He thanked God for his hamburger and for the cake dessert, and then he stopped. Looking at his mom, he said, if I thank God for the broccoli, won't he know I'm lying? I don't care for broccoli either, but it is full of good things, including vitamin C and K, manganese and potassium. Most foods that are good for us are not as delicious as ice cream. There are a lot of things good for us. Immunizations, exercise that makes your heart race, cleaning the garage, the cast on a broken leg. The list goes on, giving thanks for the good through unpleasant developed discipline to choose the best. It may even make broccoli taste better. What are some unusual things you can give thanks to God for this season? This has been uh, Pastor Rick with Soul Talk, and I hope that you've enjoyed some of the writings I've done over the year. Uh, During the season, one of the things to be very grateful for is Jesus. Uh, 
Uh, He's the one that has given his life for us that we can have eternal life. Uh, And that is a sure thing. His promise to do that is life everlasting. I'd like to close with a thank you prayer that I found by Liz Higgs. Lord, how can we ever thank you enough? You endured more pain, more shame, more sorrow, more grief than we can possibly understand. Help us remember why you gave your life. Because of love. Because of mercy. Because we desperately need them both. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family and uh, the extra time that you have. God bless. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. You can listen to this show live at KFEX 93.1 FM at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on most Mondays. Remember that greater is Jesus who is in you than the evil one who is in the world. Join us next time on the next episode of Soul Talk.